In the course of writing and my experiences, it's always struck me how it's just a different world for women in baseball and baseball coverage. And I just wanted to explore that. That is Sean Doyle. And this is Tiny Conversations. I'm Brian Cauley. Sean is the founder and senior editor of jaysfromthecouch.com, a website that covers Toronto's Major League Baseball team, the Blue Jays. Sean recently published an article entitled, Women in Baseball, It's Past Time for MLB Coverage to Embrace Women in Baseball. He published the article after Fox launched Pitch, a fictional television show about the first woman to play professional baseball. But Sean was working on the article long before Pitch ever aired. He started thinking about women in baseball after witnessing many of his colleagues getting treated differently because of their gender. I asked Sean to talk about what he saw, whether it's appropriate for a man to write an article like this, and some of his hesitations with the story. Here's that conversation. To kick things off, what is the article about? Fox came out with a a new show called Pitch, in which a woman, a female makes it to the major leagues and here we are in 2016 and we're talking about this you would think that we'd be a further along but there you have it so that idea kind of finally sparked um something that's kind of been stewing around in my head and in my heart for a while just about the treatment of women in general in the in the in the course of writing um and my experiences i it's always struck me how it's just a different world for uh, for women in, in baseball and baseball coverage. And so I just wanted to kind of explore that. Yeah, and I, I think it's great that you and other writers and stuff are starting to focus on that in shows. Like, I have, I have seen Pitch, and I think it's great that it's just something else that's, that's being talked about. But that's fictional. So in for you, because you brought up how women are being treated in baseball. And I know you're not just talking about players. And I think it's great. You're talking about the front office. You're talking about the writers. You're talking about all the reporters. So what what is the culture like, in your opinion, for women right now? I reached out to four women who I respect their work in baseball writing, uh, two of which write uh, on my site, jaysfromthecouch.com, and two others who I've been following for quite a while. And so I just wanted to get their take on how women are treated, how um, they're perceived, uh, welcomed, how they're treated in in baseball in general. In in my experience and in talking to uh, these women and others, it just they're, they're, it's not all negative. Um, but the negativity comes from the fact that they're easily dismissed uh, just because of their gender. Um, so for example, um, a couple of comments on the article itself were that, you know, women have never played before at that level. So it wouldn't be genuine to have them commenting on the game itself, covering the game itself, because they, they don't know, they haven't played it. But if you look at the majority of coverage in and around baseball, they're not former players. To me, that, that comment doesn't hold a lot of water. But Yet, people will be quick to dismiss them as not really knowing what they're talking about, because how could they? That that really gets under my skin. But then, if you look at, and in the, the article on jaysfromthecouch.com that I wrote, <clears throat> excuse me, I 
give an example from a Chicago sports writer, Julie DeCaro, who ran um, on YouTube. It's it's an amazing watch. If you ever have a, a time, just look up More Than Mean. And the tweets and the things that get directed at her uh, are quite violent, quite um, beyond acceptable, obviously. Uh, just taking that aggression to a whole new level. And it's something that they wouldn't say, first of all, as they're their more than mean video suggests they wouldn't say to their face, but they wouldn't say to a male. And it has to do in my mind with this idea that it's okay to treat women this way. And, and, and I should note that I, I feel kind of silly even talking. I, I don't want to sound like I'm talking for women. You know what I mean? Like that to me, that <laughs> makes me a little uncomfortable, but just in what I'm observing um, that the treatment in and around baseball, whether it be front offices, whether it be mostly media coverage, it seems to me that there's direct parallels between that and how women are treated in their everyday lives. And it's so ingrained in our everyday culture that it, I don't know, it just needs to be talked about more. Uh, so that's why I ended up writing it. it it's clear how personal it is to you, how it's it's more than just this game. So having that, having this personal connection, having baseball be something where you have this uh, blog, you, you maintain that, and then seeing other colleagues of yours, you know, people whose work you admire, mistreated, as you put it, how do you feel as as another baseball writer when you see that? I get angry and then of course it's very difficult because you have to watch, you know, what you say, right? Because I'm maintaining a website and I'm trying to be professional and, and all of that stuff. But at the same time, you can't just let it go because then, you know, you're part of the problem, right? Because silence is affirmation. And if you don't say anything, then it'll just continue, right? So it's a fine line where you kind of have to decide, are you going to do something about it? Or are you just going to kind of stand back and, and whatnot? It's tough watching these people that you respect go through that kind of thing when honestly I've never I've never dealt with that. I've had commenters say, you know, I don't agree with you or this idea is dumb, but they've never attacked me, my gender, nothing like that. Um and so obviously that double standard it it really rubs me the wrong way. You you said something really interesting, which was um, silence is affirmation. Do you remember when you maybe kind of adopted that mentality? It's tough, right? Because you just kind of say, well, this isn't my fight. You know, you don't want to offend the people who are already being offended. And so you pay attention to it and you get angry. Um, but then you kind of just back off and I, I don't know if it's a pick your battles kind of thing. With that in mind, how do you balance that between going, I'm noticing something that is is a treatment that I, I don't receive as a man writing in this, but women are and I'm not okay with that. And then also going, I want to support this, this woman's autonomy to defend themselves. In that piece, I did a a fair bit of background work and looking at the representation of women and just presenting it, you know what, dropping the truth and then just and leave it and be happy knowing that that you've done that. So it's kind of a balance of here's what I 
see as a problem, but don't let don't take my word for it kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's a really great way of putting it. When you were writing the article, if you can kind of like go back and even doing, like you said, some of the background research, what were some of the more difficult parts of actually writing that article or making decisions about that article? <laughs> you know, I was talking to my wife and a couple of friends of mine just about this is what I'm doing and I'm really nervous. It's not about how it would be received but how it would be perceived, how people would uh, take a, a male writing about something that I, I, you know, I don't really have a frame of reference for. And so I was worried, honestly, the difficult part for me was wrestling with the, do I have the right to say this? And that's why I was, I took my time to wait and uh, reach out to different women and, and get their inputs and all of that stuff just to kind of put it out there because that was my fear was that you know I would I would be speaking for people when I don't really have the right to do that. I I can understand that. Um I think I mean like I even think you know with this with this podcast I was like oh I'm really curious as to what even our conversations going to be like. And I think it's refreshing to hear that those were those concerns were on your mind. Oh, I mean, oh, I mean, ultimately, you did write the article. So, what what tipped the scale for you? I have this thing where I like to overthink things, and um, finally, I think I just got frustrated with myself, and I said, you know what, you're either going to do it or you're not. Um, I was tentative about reaching out to. Um, to people, to these women, because because of what I already discussed, um, I was tentative because I think um, perhaps they may or may not feel comfortable with it, that they would not agree that I should be writing about it. All of these things were going through my head, and finally, I just said, "Enough is enough. Just do it, or don't do it." Um, and then when it comes down to that, you, you, you know, speak up or don't speak up, right? And I think once you get to that point, it, it's kind of a no-brainer. You, you know, you're going to let something go or you're not going to let it go. And I think that was the, the turning point. But it was months of debating back and forth and what would this look like? And again, do I have the right to do this? And, you know, the show came up and it seemed like a good time. Um, and finally, I just said, you know what? Enough's enough. Just do it. You can read more articles by Sean and others on jaysfromthecouch.com. You can also connect with him on Twitter at jaysfromcouch. I'll put those links on this show's website, tinyconversations.com. While visiting this show's site, you can listen to our full, unedited conversation. It's about 30 minutes in length, and Sean goes more in-depth about his process with this article and his thoughts on baseball as a metaphor for life. While on tinyconversations.com, you can also view the more-than-mean video Sean mentioned in this episode, where two women sports reporters discuss online harassment. If you like this episode, I hope you will subscribe to this podcast. Subscribing means you get new episodes first and helps motivate me to put out more episodes. And if you've been enjoying this podcast for a while, please leave me a review in iTunes or Google Play or really wherever you listen. Reviews really make a huge difference. They really do. Okay, that's it from me. I'll be back in about two weeks with a new episode. I'm Brian Colley. 
Thanks for listening.